Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! And welcome to Kim Cat. Stay alive! Maybe. Uh, we're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. I'm Kim Burns. And I'm Ketron Porter. And today, Kim is going to spoil me, and I'm going to try to stay alive. That's right. That's what we do. Um, That's what we're doing again. We wanted to start off this show because we've made some some good changes and things and upgrades and stuff a little bit. And it is very much due to a specific group of people that what group is that Kim support us. It could is that possibly be all of our lovely Sammies over on Patreon. Ooh, which I was listening to a podcast the other day and they called it AKA Matreon. And I was like, yes, I love that. <laughs> okay. Well, guess what we're stealing that yeah i love it that's from the bechtel cast oh yes i love that yeah uh which i'm sure that they would actually appreciate so i love it so i'm just gonna read the name of some of our patrons um we are just so oh my gosh are we grateful for you guys um so we have beck herrick uh david DeArmas, jessica gordon Skip and Peg, who are those people? Kyle Montaigne, Michael Schiller, Morgan Ebbs, Jamie McDaniel, and Mackenzie Parker. You guys, thank you so, 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 so much. We love thank you. Thank you so much. We're very much uh, grateful, and they basically sponsor our show and make it even better. Yeah. So thank you so much. We love you. We love you terribly. Um, how are you doing, Burns? Good. I wanted to do another shout out um, to the Horrible Imaginings Film Festival. Yes. Um, They did such a fucking good job. I was just like thoroughly impressed because obviously things have been forced to move online and it's just 
a brand new way to do things, but they had like a whole system and then Q and A's. And then like, we did a chat along. They with seemed people. like, pros. like it was just like, so fucking, I mean, they are pros. <laughs> no, no, no. Pros, <laughs> pros in doing it, not online. doing it online. Like yeah. they just seemed like, pro, like this was how they've always done it because right. it was so well done. Yeah. It was just like really impressive. And, um, I watched so many great movies. Um, I didn't get to watch like everything obviously they have like a fuck ton um but there was like a couple of days that i watched like um most of it and so there was really some good ones there's one called the return which is a feature that i loved there was one called Ugh, oh fuck house hunters Ooh. it was a short but on ugh. hgtv is that the... I, yeah yeah i love it a block it of was, hgtv uh, house hunters cool terrifying because i was like this could be real life <laughs> Um, something called Thorns was really good. I don't know. There's just so many great films. Um, so shout out to Miguel and the whole team at uh, Horrible Imaginings. Like it was, they, they just did such a fucking great job and I had such a good time. Yeah. Um, and we were really like truly honored, like yeah. in the, in the, in the truest sense of the word, um, to be included in it. So yeah, to get to do a live guys. show. So thank you for anyone who, um, got to stay up with us. <laughs> we couldn't really like see who was there. So no. was, like, that was like the weird thing about it. Like, I don't know who was there. <laughs> so, yeah. Which I guess everyone like, who was, <laughs> it's like a little bit similar to like a real live, live show when you can't see past the lights, you know, and then all of a sudden, yeah. like, it's just completely, yeah. So it was a uh, really fun and I stayed up way past my bedtime and I loved mm -hmm. it. Ketra was a trooper. Yeah, it was great. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I have other than, um, we don't have to go too into this, but I'm, I am trying to, um, be a better friend to myself. And mm -hmm. we have so many people that comment on our friendship and it's something I'm really proud of and it is not difficult for me to be for me to want to be a really good friend to you but I definitely um struggle with wanting to be as good of a friend to myself mm -hmm. uh and I also know that I preach um being open about mental health struggles mm -hmm. and talking about them so I am trying to take my own advice and I would encourage you, Kim, to, you know, be open about and not feel ashamed about any, any mental health struggles that you're having. So I'm trying to um, do that for myself. And so, you know, I won't go into too much detail, but I've been really struggling and I'm sure that there's other people out there that are struggling too. Definitely. And um, I am having to make an appointment with uh, a um, psychiatrist to look into my medication. And I just want to say that it is something that I have been actively avoiding because it's very frustrating to do. It's a very frustrating process. And so I've been avoiding it, but I can't avoid it anymore. So I guess I'm putting it out there and saying like, it's it's okay to have to do that and uh you're not alone if you're having struggles and so i just i hope that me telling you guys that you're not alone and 
I'm struggling too. I hope that that helps somebody. This was a little more rambly than I intended it to be, but that's it. That's it was it. perfect. Thanks for sharing, <laughs> Kat. And we all love you and support you and love you for who you are and think that you should be treated like all of our best friend that you are. <laughs> Thank you. So and that you should treat yourself that way too. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. Um so and now I'm held accountable. I have to make an appointment tomorrow because I said it to lots of people that are going to listen to this. So <laughs> that was a uh, part of my little plan. There you myself. go. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have. Um my uh all I have is that I hand modeled vibrators yesterday. So I, that's, that's all that's happening in my life. And what did you say that you had to do? That was my I had favorite. To hold them against Jello. Against Jello or put them into Jello? Like it was like a Jello mold, and so it was on vibrate, and then hold it against so it like shook the Jello. Oh. It was That's actually kind of so, cool because then they yeah. would like change it to be like, oh, and here's what this one is like, and here's what this one's like, and it would like vibrate it in different ways. It was kind of cool. I'm not gonna. No, lie. I'm actually reacting to how genius that is because it's like, <laughs> how else would you visually show vibration? Yeah, yeah, it's really genius. It's the same company that I've worked for before. Basically, I'm the hands of this like entire line of sex toys. No big deal, you guys. Fuck yes. <laughs> That is on our website. Like my hand is holding like every product almost. Um, So this is really incredible. I guess a commercial or something. Um, Hey, so paying uh, them bills. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That was, that was fun to do something. Uh, That's awesome. I love it. Would you, uh, should I look into these products? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a gander at their line. Yeah. I mean, they have a bajillion different options. Like it's almost overwhelming. That's, that's pretty fun. It, it definitely, <clears throat> it had some power. I'll tell you that much. Oh my. It's yeah. going to be weird. Like shopping for sex toys that like your hand is holding on the website though. That's going to be a strange. <laughs> Why? Because you'll be like, Ooh, that's not what it's going to look like in my hand. That's exactly what I was thinking. Don't just that's- feel bad. That's exactly, yeah. My hands will just feel bad, and like they already have pretty low self esteem. So, right, we'll have to have I, a little I, pep talk beforehand. Sure, I'll, I'll help you out. Now, you're not gonna look like this when you hold this thing, hands. <laughs> you're going to look like teeny tiny little monsters, but that doesn't mean that you don't work just as well as That's model, right? <laughs> I did feel like, like, my like insides were vibrating from like holding it for so like I was like holding lots of vibrating things for a long time so it was like I felt like like my little like my like blood was like oh <laughs> on the my wow that's intense I'm mm. a little I'm 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 uh titillated and terrified at the same time <laughs> <laughs> I just had um deja vu for some reason when you said that when I said titillated and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Which like sounds weird, but also not that weird. But also it's like very probable that you've said that exact thing before. I mean, it's it's pretty high up on the douche scale, which means that the <laughs> likelihood that I've said it is is <laughs> pretty high. Pretty high. Pretty high. Yeah. So that rings true. It rings very true. <laughs> 
Uh, well, great. I'm glad that uh, we've gotten our mutual uh, weeks out of the way. <laughs> yep, exactly. Pretty oh, interesting. I have another very important announcement. Yes. My two nightgowns came in the mail today. Great. And I love them. They are so comfortable. It feels like I'm wearing air or a cloud. And I don't regret my purchase. And if you're wondering if I look like Ebenezer Scrooge, the answer is yes, I do. And I love it. I just need a nightcap now. I'm, I'm happy for you. You should be because I was delighted in them. I was like, wow, I just feel like I'm living in a heavenly cloud uh, of wind and air. And I love it. So meanwhile, I just wear bikinis around all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somehow, don't you feel like that kind of is very illustrative of who we are as people? I'm yeah, in, I don't know, I'm like in exactly Victorian how nightgowns and you're in bikinis. Yeah. I don't know why it feels right. Yeah, but it feels right. exactly. But it feels right. <laughs> I can't put into words like what those analogies mean, but yeah. They're in but there. It, they're in there for it sure. Feels right. Yeah. So uh, nightgowns, everyone. Nightgowns or bikinis? Which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Kim or Kat? <laughs> oh, we'll put up a poll. <laughs> so Kim, you know how you really want the taste of hot sauce, but you're a big, huge, giant wuss? <laughs> I do. I found a hot sauce You for did? You. What is it? El Yucateco hot sauce. It is called a hot sauce for everyone. Ooh. Even Kim. Here's why you can handle it. So they focus on flavor, not heat. And also it's non-vinegar based, which you're also a wuss about. <laughs> this is made for me. They use the whole fruit of the pepper, non-vinegar based. And then they also don't use the capsaicin extract, which is the thing that burns your mouth off. Wow. They have five different habanero-based sauces. You can do the jalapeno, that's the least hot. Then it goes to chipotle, then red, then Caribbean, then green, then black, then triple X hot, baby. That's for you because you like to sweat while you eat. I do. I do really like to sweat while I'm eating. So yeah, give it a shot. Cool. I guess I'll go to www.shopelyucateco.com. That's shop, E-L-Y-U-C-A-T-E-C-O.com. Hashtag king of flavor. Go try the hot sauce for everyone, even Kim. All right. Do you want to tell me a movie? I do. This movie is One Bedroom. Ooh, I've been wanting to watch this with your eyeballs. I'm very it's excited. New on Netflix. Yep. I do have to give you a warning. warning. Animals. Yeah. All right. I have had so much. I appreciate. I will always appreciate the trigger warning because Eric and I have been watching a couple different things lately where like all of a sudden animal horror and like the shock is really the thing that fucks me up, I think. Right. No, I mean, the whole <clears throat> thing fucks me up, but the shock super sucks. So I right. very much appreciate it. Yeah. It's, uh, you're not going to like it. I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, not that you ever like it, but it's especially... Yeah. Not your okay. flavor. I'll just, uh, I'll uh, take some big swigs in my Bonviv. There you uh, go. Oh, no, Bonviv does not sponsor us, but they should. They're our next 
peanut butter whiskey because <laughs> yeah. I drink this shit like it's water. Peanut butter whiskey. Oh, Those were the yes, days. I do. Hey, Gina holes out. Tits up. Okay. One bedroom. Okay. Dead or alive? Sarah. Dead. Brian. Dead. Jerry. Dead. <clears throat> Sarah's father. Dead. Janice slash wife. Dead. Lisa. Dead. Edie. Dead. Lester. Dead. Did you say dead for everyone? I did. I have a new strategy. Okay. <laughs> I'm wiping everybody out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just torching the place. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Okay. It's daytime. We see the skyline of one beautiful city, Los Angeles. Oh, great. So this one bedroom is listed for $2,600 a month. Exactly. <laughs> it's where we live. It's our life. Yep. Um, it does not look apocalyptic as it currently does in the Los Angeles skyline. Okay. So it's the, so the weather app on your phone doesn't just say smoke, which is, <laughs> no. current, which is currently what it says on our weather apps right it's now. That's not, not like a joke. Creepily red slash orange, uh, tinted and, yeah. uh, but also gray smoke, but also smell like smoke outside. That's not what this is. Yeah. It's, uh, hold on. Yeah. Los Angeles. Smoke. <laughs> 70 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Global warming is real. There is. Okay. Also, let's stop having fucking gender, gender reveal, reveal parties, parties with like smoke bombs or whatever the fuck. So you know that there is a woman that the gender reveal party can be directly traced back to as the first gender reveal party, right? I did not. No. Okay. So she and like her cake it was like, uh, it, it looked like a delicious cake, but like a homemade non-presentational cake nonetheless that just had some pink icing in the middle. Like that was it. Right. And she is now campaigning to get people to stop doing gender reveal parties. Oh, she's wow. like, all I did was like a cake. And she's like, and also the kid that I did a gender reveal party for is gender non-conforming. So it's actually extremely oh, detrimental. And I regret starting this entire trend. Oh, and she's like, fuck. and now it's causing forest fires. So Ugh. yeah, because yeah. it is like this new thing that just came out of nowhere. I feel like it's fucking embarrassing and it's <laughs> so fucking detrimental. Like it's so so societally detrimental and i feel bad for this woman because she's very much like i can't fucking believe that i like it was such an innocent gesture that she had like yeah it was a nothing and i think she but called that's it a really awesome show. of her to like be standing up for it and stuff and like speaking out and stuff yeah she was really just cool she was just interviewed on the <clears throat> daily show oh great wow yeah being like these are bullshit stop doing them yes i know i did the first one i was wrong I was wrong. Wow. Powerful. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the first line of my movie. Okay, <laughs> here we go. 
the skyline of Los Angeles. Yep. We're one second in. Yep. Oh, for the, the movie. For <laughs> <laughs> it's sunny and beautiful. And there's like different shots of the city, the Hollywood sign, different like neighborhoods and apartments and stuff like that. And now we're kind of in an apartment complex like that has a courtyard. It's um so like Melrose Place type situation. I didn't watch Melrose Place really, but um more specifically LA apartment complexes okay. that are square shaped and then have a thing in the middle. Got it. This is more like rectangular and has two sides, I would say. One side has a pool and one side has like the courtyard. Got so it. basically all the neighbors are like hanging out like in the courtyard and people are like smiling at each other and like helping each other with things. Like we see like a pregnant lady and she like waves and like a guy helping someone carry laundry and stuff like that. Title, one bedroom. So now um, there's a girl who gets out of her car and she walks up to an apartment complex and there's a vacancy sign. And she goes up to the front door and there's like an open house sign and it kind of like buzzes. And then, so she can, she opens the door and there's like a camera up in the corner. And when she walks in, it's like the, is foyer a term for inside apartment complexes as well? Uh, I, I would know what you're talking about if you used it. I don't know if they actually use that, but I know right? what you're talking about. So well, I it's think the that... area where like the mailboxes are for yeah. like a big, apartment complex. I would call that the foyer of the apartment complex. Let's, yeah. let's do it. I would say this is like three or four stories, but it has that thing where like, you know, the walkways are outside. Yep. Obviously. Cause they look to the courtyard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she walks into the foyer and there's a cute guy inside checking the mail. Okay. And you know, she gets like buzzed in or whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, they put that system in a few years ago after a break-in. Um, but he's like, don't worry. The neighborhood's like a lot safer now. Okay. So she walks through the kind of courtyard pool area and there's birds chirping and people are out and like planting shit. And there's an old lady in leopard that kind of like walks out and she's like, Ashante, Ashante. But she gets like a little wobbly, like near the pool. Oh no. And so this girl like runs over and helps her along with like cute guy comes over and like the planting lady to like, kind of like help her like get a seat. And she's like, Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. Um, then the girl goes into the open house apartment. Okay. And there's a ton of people in there. Oh shit. Like, I know this. Fucking everyone wants this apartment. Damn. It. Like she basically walks in and almost leaves. Yeah. But then there's a guy that like tells her to take a look like he and it turns out he's Jerry. He's the manager. Okay. Not a demon. Oh, that I shoot. know. Well, now I now I want to find somewhere else to live. Yeah, I know. He's I miss well, Jerry. I wonder what he's been up I to. Oh, I feel like we haven't talked to him in a while. I know. I'll give I'll give him a call. See what's up. Yeah, Shoot that would be text. great. Yeah, I think um him and my 80s boyfriend like want to hang out have a double date or something sometime. oh cool and he must be loving this smoke weather sure this is really his thing yeah gloom doom doomy oh yeah <laughs> so jerry the manager uh-huh um is like oh hey i'm jerry the manager give me a shout if you have some questions or okay. whatever So she starts looking around and as she's walking, she hears him tell someone else, this is a pet-free, smoke-free complex. Oh. She walks into the bedroom and there's 
she's just like kind of looking around like on the wall, there's like a panel that's like, would be kind of like a light switch panel, but there's nothing on it. It's just like a piece of metal Got like, it. against the wall. Mm-hmm. Some type of electrical bullshit goes there or whatever. I think that's um, what it's called actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> electrical it, bullshit. Yeah. It actually had EBS on it. So. Yep. Cool. <laughs> and the then next to it against the wall, there's like two spots that have like clearly were like holes in the wall that have been filled in. Yep. So this is a very realistic LA apartment. <laughs> Again, nothing about it. Nothing about the situation is weird so far. I'm like so, okay, so it's a documentary. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> very normal. Yeah. So she fills out the application and with Jerry. And she doesn't have a local contact because she just moved here and she doesn't know anyone. Mm. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's pretty normal. Like, why? Why L.A.? And she's like, I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to, like, start a new life. Uh, And he's like, yeah, it's a good city for that. And he's looking at the application. He's like, oh, you missed a question. Any pets? And she kind of looks at him and she's like, nope, (laughs) nope, just my roommate, Fido cut to her at a motel at night sitting on the bed with like her computer and a cat jumps up on the bed baby kitty cat and his name is giles giles oh my gosh i love that name for a cat i know i thought you would like that i love it so much because you know being that i've been having some mental health struggles i'm obviously watching buffy the vampire slayer for the trillionth time so yeah it's your comfort food it is my comfort food giles yum, 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 yum. <laughs> get all snuggly with with buffy yeah so she's sitting there her cell phone rings it's her dad and you can tell she's clearly not into like she like looks at who's calling and is like not into it I, so yep. yeah something's already amiss Amit. there we just said amiss at the same time <laughs> A, who says a miss? We've never B, used that word. Who dances themselves saying it? That was incredible. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> <laughs> we um she answers the phone though, and he asks when she's coming home. Okay. And she's like, dude, I'm not coming home. She's like, I got a job. And he's like, oh my gosh, you're making costumes already. And she's like, no, I got a temp job at an office. Sure. You got to do what you got to do, girl. Yeah. And she's like going to be taking extension classes like in the next quarter or whatever. And he is saying like, I don't know if you're punishing me or Diane, but your mother certainly wouldn't. And she's like, don't just don't. And he's like, do you think you can even do this by yourself? And she's like, I don't know. I guess I'll have to find out, but I got to go by. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Wow. Okay. So shitty dad vibes. Yeah. That's, that's what's happening there. Cut to her at her temp job. She's in a cubicle and the cubicle behind her um, is a lady who's like a very kind of like Rosie Perez type, I would say. Okay. My, minus the New York accent, um, but like fun and sassy. And I know? get it. Yeah. Very good description. And so the boss is asking sassy Rosie Perez um, to like fix a mistake or something like that. Her name is Lisa. And Lisa Perez is like, um, 
boss, she's like, I can do the thing you're asking me to do, but don't act like I fucked it up. She's oh. like, you never asked me to do it in the first place. Oh, I love this bitch. Yeah. Lisa and, Perez. And so she's like, oh, also I'm leaving at three. I'm up for a sitcom. <laughs> This is very LA. Everything wow. is real. This is very, very real. I did not know that this was a documentary. It is. It's, it's, here we are. It's very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> there's one line in here. Like, I know you hate animal horror, but there's going to yeah. be one line that is going to be worse than even animal horror. I'm just going to let you know. Oh, great. I was I like, wait. let me just fucking <laughs> stab myself in the gut and take my guts out. Yeah. <laughs> just seppuku myself. I couldn't <laughs> think of the word. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I just I, did a description instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we learned the word seppuku in Robin Quick's theater history class in college, Anna and I just like loved it so much. And we just used the word and the gesture of seppuku to describe any uncomfortable feeling we had for four fucking years of college. (laughs) I don't know why we did that. We used to fake suicide ourselves all the time because we're theater majors. Or not fake suicide, but like in impersonate it. Yeah, we would do, do, you know, hang ourselves and like... Yeah, drink pills, cut wrists, yeah. Or just like do the, where you like like pull your shirt away from your neck, like, ooh, awkward. But then we would like just start taking our clothes. (laughs) (laughs) But still just miming. Miming is the word I'm looking for. You're miming everything. (laughs) I forgot that we would do that. Like regular awkward, you're just like, ooh, pull your shirt away from your neck. And then if it was real awkward, it'd be like, whoa, <laughs> get these pants off, take everything, get naked, uncomfortable. Oh, I fucking love theater kids. I love theater kids. We just do everything 100, and I fucking love it. Oh, such little nerds. Still are. <laughs> I know. So, um, oh. She's out for a sitcom. Yeah. Okay. So our girl is named Sarah. Okay. She's watching all this and the boss leaves. And so Sarah and Lisa introduce themselves to each other. Cut to Sarah getting a phone call. We don't hear anything on it, but she seems happy. Oh, okay. Cut to Jerry manager taking down the vacancy sign (gasps) and Sarah moving on in. To, to the, the apartment. apartment. Cool. She got a one bedroom, just $3,400 a month, and she's <laughs> moving in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's got her temp job. <laughs> Life's going to be great. Here we go. Right on and bushy tail. Everything's yep. going to be so good. So that's the end of the movie, right? We're done? Yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> So her apartment is the corner apartment. So it's like the outside walkway, but then you kind of go in, in, there's an inside hallway bit. Yep. Um, to get to hers. Got it. Basically. It's actually really reminding me every description that you give is reminding me of Eric in my old apartment. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. But bigger, basically like just double the size of that kind of. Got it. She's also on the second floor. Okay. So at this point she's moving in and she's like walking down the hallway to her apartment, like just on the walkway. 
um, second floor, but she has like a box that's covered with a blanket. And Giles is like meowing inside and she's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Giles. And as she's walking across the way on another um, hallway is kind of like a creepy guy just like standing there watching her. Uh Uh-oh. Yep. This is LA. But at that point, cute guy comes out. Hey. He lives basically like two doors down from her. So like to get to her apartment, she has to pass by his. Okay. So, um. He comes out and he's like, you got it. Yay, we're neighbors. And he's like, hi, I'm Brian. And then he invites her to a barbecue that the complex, I guess, is having. And she's like, okay, like, I'll try. You know, I've got a bunch of stuff moving in. Like, I have so much barbecues. Yeah, it smells like one outside right now. Yeah, it does. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she's like talking about how she has to move. So then he kind of like calls down off the balcony and is like, Hey guys, you want to help her with this stuff? So like basically asking the the complex to like help her move stuff in. Well, that's not LA. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. We're but... gonna we're gonna start to veer a little bit. Here. Okay. Okay. So, but she's like, yeah, that I basically she's like, sure, 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 but I need to go in right now. Like right so now. Yeah. Oh, because right she's now. like holding Giles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cut to later, it's the barbecue. And like the whole complex appears to be there, like in the courtyard, and they all seem to be friends. Oh, also not LA. No, it's that's where we've. It's a fantasy show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're at Melrose Place, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, are they also all fucking each other and throwing each other in the pool and throwing mm-hmm. wine on each other? Doesn't seem that way. It's it's okay. it's it, it's a varied group of people. They're Got not it. all like the same young body or anything. No. Cool. I was more of a 90210 girl, so. Oh, I should specify, I've never seen a single episode of Melrose Place. Oh. <laughs> never. I just know the vibe. That's just, I just know the references. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, so they're in their barbecue. Oh, and the old lady from the beginning the comes ball. over yeah and she's like oh shante and she like brings sarah around and like introduces her to people and she's like oh here is our power couple she's like this is oliver he's a big time attorney and this is esther she's a bigger time doctor and hey sarah's just really sweet to the old lady and the old lady's very cute and like um everyone is very welcoming just like mm-hmm. hi you know like really sweet and so Manager Jerry and his wife um, are like cooking on the grill or whatever. And so she's talking to them and he's like, you know, most places don't even like people don't even know each other's names. He's like, but this place is like its own little neighborhood. Love it. Yeah. Cute. And so later she's kind of walking around and then she's like looking at Brian kind of across the way by the bar a little bit. All of a sudden creepy guy comes up. Oh, no. And he's wearing glasses where like one is normal see-through glasses and one is like blacked out. Uh, I've, uh, yeah, I think that's for people that like don't have one of their eyes, but require glasses for the other one. And they don't want to have to hold a monocle on their face. (laughs) I think they should bring back the monocle. I don't know what they're doing. I agree. And, you know, that's what I'm hoping for, that I have one eye that really goes to shit and then I can wear my nightgown, a nightcap and a monocle and just really lean into my sort of Ebenezer Scrooge-ness. Great. And I'll just go 
hold vibrators, hold bikinis, <laughs> then yep. swim in some jello. Scrooge had bifocals. He didn't have a monocle, but you see where I'm going with it. Of course. Yeah. So creepy guy comes up and he hands her, he's like trying to give her a book and he's like, um, basically he's like, read this book. It changed my life. It's called the power of community. And we're back to being a documentary about LA. Someone <laughs> read this self-help book. <laughs> she's like, she's like, no, thanks. Yeah. Um, and kind of goes away and like goes up to cute Brian and they start chatting and he's like, you know, basically he's like, oh, he's like, I might've put in a good word with Jerry, um, for you. Um, basically I just told him what you did for Miss Stanhope, who's the old lady. Oh, that she helped her not fall into the pool. Right. Cute. And so then she starts asking about Miss Stanhope, like, does she have any family? And he's like, no, it's just us. We kind of all take care of each other here. She's like, I love that. Like LA can be so, and he says, isolating, lonely. Yeah, exactly. You get it. Oh, sure do. And they kind of just have some cute vibes and, um, she leaves to go unpack. It's kind of flirty. And as she's kind of leaving, um, she walks Miss Stanhope up to her apartment. Miss Stanhope's name is Edie. Okay. So she goes into her apartment with her and she has like a, a big old movie poster on the wall and it's uh, the night of the skull creature. Ooh, should we do it for an episode? <laughs> well, Edie says it was really bad. Oh, but should we do it for an episode? <laughs> <laughs> she, she was in it. So she was like an old-timey actress. Oh, congrats, so Like telling her about that. And she's like, oh, I was a horrible actress or something. <laughs> and the movie was bad, blah, blah, blah. Adorable. But she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm so much happier now. Um, she's like, I have wonderful neighbors and blah, blah, blah. So now we're in Sarah's apartment. And she is opening up her sewing machine that has like her name on it. So she's like a costume designer, basically. So that's like an important thing to her. Yeah. And then she kind of sits down and starts like drawing in a sketchbook. And we see that she's like in the bedroom, but she's like on the floor in a um, sleeping bag, which is like a lamp next to her. And then she starts to, um, she picks up her medication and it's um, empty. Oh, shit. So she turns out the light goes to sleeping bag bed and she kind of is like you know laying there and like we start to hear kind of like little like like pipe sounds a little bit like just creaking of like 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 meaning like old pipes yeah the walls not like bad pipes correct Who knew your chainsaw talent would come in handy for bagpipes? I have no idea. <laughs> they sound like that. Exactly. <laughs> you sound like a professional bagpipist. I just like got embarrassed by my own <laughs> bagpipe sounds. Like I'm blushing. I'm like they're all red. <laughs> I-, I thought it was spot the fuck on. <laughs> so. <laughs> Pipes in the wall. Yes. Yeah kind of start to make like creaking sounds and then it's like they get like a little louder and like squeaky and she's like oh fuck yeah like god damn it and so she like sits up and kind of like listens against the wall and we hear like water running through pipes like basically like right against Mm -hmm. her bedroom wall like yeah where her bed was yeah god damn it 
And so That's now it's daytime. We <laughs> really? Hear, we can hear every time Ugh. someone takes a shower or flushes their toilets, just old pipes. Just hate it. Yeah. So now it's daytime and she's pushing her mattress down the hallway and she's on the phone trying to get a Zoloft refill, but it's like not available for whatever reason. I'm on Zoloft. That's what hey, I want. This cool. is LA. I know. It's a documentary. Right? It really I is. Um, well, hers is not available. I don't know why. Because basically Brian sees her and like comes out to help. So she's like, oh, bye-bye. And she kind of like asks about the plumbing. Like, is it always that loud? And he's like, or he's like, is the plumbing, or she says something like, is it always like that? You know? And he's like, like what? Um, but then they're like getting close to like her doorway and she's like, oh, I can take it the rest of the way from here. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah. Cause of and the she kind of situation. Yeah. She kind right. of mumbles to herself. She's like, Giles, you're really messing with my love life. <laughs> cute he's like you're mine (laughs) (laughs) so now it's nighttime and she's in bed bed and the pipes are making weird sounds again so she puts in earplugs and turns off the light and she's like giles come on buddy i need my cuddles and he doesn't come and she's like giles and she at this point has the bedroom door open into like the rest of the place but it's like dark out there Mm mm-hmm and we kind of see out in the living room, like almost like a shadow kind of pass by mm-hmm. in like the light. And so she turns on the light and she gets out of bed and she like peeks out and the front door is like slightly ajar. Oh no. And so she runs to it and she shuts it and locks it. And then she like peeks out the little peephole and she sees Edie walk by, but kind of like stumbly a little. Yeah. So she goes out, um, and gets her and like Edie just seems really confused. Mm -hmm. And so she takes her back to her Edie's apartment and she starts organizing Edie's pills, like into a little Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday container thing. Um, and she's like, okay, I set up, um, it every day of the week for you. And she's like, don't worry. I'm and I'm an expert. I used to do this for my mom. Oh, okay. And then on the counter, she sees a book the power of community. All right. And she's like, did that creepy guy with the weird glasses give you this? Right. That was the, okay. And Edie's like, oh, Lester, he's not creepy. He's just a little sad. He recently lost his wife to cancer. Oh, shoot. And Sarah's like, oh, sorry. I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. And then she asks Edie about the pipe noise and like Edie's just like, oh, I don't really hear anything very well anymore these days. Edie. (laughs) That's cute. Cut to Sarah now like in bed, but like awake and the pipes are like just so loud. So she's like tossing and turning and stuff. It's weird that she didn't see her door open a jar and like immediately go look for Giles. I know, but now it's morning and Giles is on the couch. So like, okay. All right. I guess he's fine. It wasn't even like a jar. It was just like not shut. Does I, that make sense? I, I, yeah, it does. Yeah. So not space for like anything to, but like, yeah, I had the same thought to be honest, but I was happy that like within 30 seconds they were like, Giles is here. So yeah. Yeah. Great. Perfect. I guess it's fine. Um, 
she's listening to a voicemail from her dad now. And he's like concerned that she has no plan beyond like these extension classes, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And as she's listening, someone slides a note under her front door. Okay. And she opens it and it's like a memo from the apartment complex about, um, and it's like the no pet policy. Shit. All right. But then on the bottom in like red marker is written, some people are allergic, you selfish bitch. Oh, oh gosh. That escalated quickly. Right? Damn. Okay, cool. So she goes outside and like looks around and there's like an old couple like sitting on the bench out front. And then there's like a lady walking by on the phone and she waves to her and then down the hall a bit, like creepy Lester is kind of just standing there staring at her mm-hmm. and she kind of like yells to him and he runs away. Okay. So then Brian comes out cause she's like basically in front of his place now and asks if she's okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just tired. And, you know, he's like, okay, well, um, I'm having like a dinner party tonight at seven if you want to come. And, you know, she's like not totally sure, but she's like, yeah, okay. Like she agrees basically. Yeah. Cut to her at work and her boss comes up and tells her that she has two more reports to do or something like that. And she's like, okay, but can I just do them like first thing in the morning? And the boss is like, no, but also make sure to clock out first because we can't pay overtime. <gasps> Bitch, no. Uh, I know. I was like, what? That is illegal. illegal. Report them ma'am. immediately, ma'am. You Also, like you have someone to immediately report them to because you're a temp. Like, yeah. Report them to the temp agency. Ooh, now I'm mad. So yeah, but the boss is saying this and Lisa's like behind her, just like shaking her head and like being like, no, 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 no. Good, good. It's just like, sure. Sarah, stand in your power. Yeah. So the boss leaves and Lisa's like, fuck that hatchet face, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Hatchet face. I don't know why I can't like, like, God, I'm just so tired. That's okay. This reminds me of one of my favorite insults from one of my favorite shows, 30 Rock. Uh, Jack Donaghy's assistant like hated Liz Lemon. And at one point he goes, your mouth looks like someone kicked a hole into a bag of flour. (laughs) (laughs) What? Reminded me of like catch it face. (laughs) Weirdest. I don't even know if that's an insult or not. It's because like she, she like, I guess it was like she didn't have any. She has no lips. I guess oh, was like the insult. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> but I was just like that. If someone said that to me, like I would give them a round of applause for creativity before I even got mad at the insult. Uh, <laughs> I would just be confused because I'd be like, I don't even know if you're insulting me or complimenting me. <laughs> well, it's also like not an insult you would ever get because you have big full lips. So someone would go with something. True. Else. Yep. Hot hands and full lips. Ayo. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> so, um, oh, Sarah's just like fucking tired. And Lisa's like, yeah, you do kind of look like dog shit. <laughs> and Sarah starts telling her about the, she's like, oh, it's the apartment. And Lisa's like, but I thought you loved that place. She's like hot neighbor guy, right? Oh, cute. And so Lisa kind of invites her to go get Thai food. Okay. So cut to later, Lisa and Sarah are just got like to go 
Ty basically, and they're bringing it to Sarah's house. So they're walking down the, the hallway by Ryan's apartment. Okay. And as she walks up, she hears that there's like a party going on inside and she's like, oh fuck, I was supposed to go to that. Yeah. And so Brian actually like sees her and comes out and he's like, and she like apologizes, but he's like, oh, you know, it's okay. You can come for like dessert or something if you want. And she's like, maybe, but Lisa and Sarah just go into Sarah's apartment. So it's clearly later they've eaten their food and Lisa like clearly like loves the apartment. She like loves the place and everything, you know, yeah. and Sarah starts to be like, well, the pipes, but then Lisa sees, um, some of Sarah's like sketches mm. on the table. So she's like, oh my God, did you do these? Like, you know, and starts asking about them. And it's like costume sketches. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, in that moment, Sarah's like, shit, I fucking forgot to apply. And to the fucking classes and now i missed the deadline oh no she's like i need a planner she's like i'm so tired and i can't refill my prescription i'm getting these really bad headaches and like my neighbor's gonna take my cat and and then i'll have no one and da 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 da. and lisa's like really cute she's like it's okay you can always pet my head oh (laughs) i feel so sad for her and also love lisa i know i love lisa (laughs) And Sarah's kind of like, maybe my asshole dad is right. Like, maybe I should just go home. No, 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 no. That's how Lisa feels. She's like, horseshit. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I'm always, I've always been such like a daddy's girl. Like, um, like he would have, like, he would like help me, you know? Listen, girl, you fuck up a ton when you first get to LA. I had $600 worth of parking tickets my first <laughs> six months here. Like everyone struggles. Why, why is it so hard to not get parking tickets when you first move to LA? I don't. It's, uh, it's so a rite many. of passage. Yeah. And now like, and you know, when, when you're going to get like, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. I mean, most of my parking tickets came in the very first apartment. We, no, that's not true. When basically when you and I lived together, that's when all my parking tits happened. And I think it has a lot to do with like I would constantly miss street cleaning because well, we'd it's always be out. street cleaning. Yeah. We'd be out the night before. Yeah. And like it just wouldn't you'd go to bed without it being a priority. And then you're like, Well, here's your ninety dollar parking ticket. And you're like, Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I, can't pay rent but somehow have enough money for beer so we'll just keep <laughs> ship until it sinks <laughs> remember when we lived at the fountain house and it was like one of those streets where like you can't park there during rush hour time so like yes. two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon or you get your car towed yes and i again was partying the night before someone else drove my car home for me and like i set an alarm to move it in the morning and then i slept through it so my car got towed sure and then that same day, Mike Rizzolo came over and like, I think him and Lonnie were like playing video games or something. And I'm like telling them the whole fucking story of what happened. And like my car got towed and da, 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 da. And then Mike's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I got to go. And then he walks out and then like a minute later walks back in and he's like, hey, Burns, uh, what's the number for that tow place? This <laughs> car got towed. That's like so the afternoon time. It's like the most la story that's ever been told <laughs> so oh my god oh those were the days <clears throat> gosh that crazy. and house. that's why parking becomes really important once you start looking for oh yeah apartment yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> like, i need to save the six hundred dollars <laughs> yeah 
Like you're literally like, well, it's a $1,200 apartment, which is a great price, but I do need to factor in the extra $600 a month. So that's a $1,700 apartment. $1,800, but yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't do math. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. It was, it was okay. So anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Um, this uh, apartment. Oh, so Sarah's talking to Lisa about like her dad, basically. And like Lisa's like, you know, yeah, he probably like would have helped you. Like um, he, fu- he bought you a fucking Lexus. And she's like, yeah, but I paid for it. Like with all the shit he put me through. Oh, and wow. then Lisa's like, yeah, like cheating on your mom. And oh. Sarah was like, yeah, there's just more to it than that. Hmm. So we're kind of figuring a couple things out there. And Lisa's like, fuck your dad. He doesn't get to tell you what you're capable of. Sack up and do whatever it takes to make it. I fucking love Lisa. And then this conversation happens, which is 100% me and you. Sarah's like, sack up. Hashtag sexist. And Lisa's (laughs) like, okay, ovary up, whatever. Sarah says fallopian up. And then Lisa's like, vag up. You got a fucking vag up, okay? I love it. Oh my I God, know. that's so fucking like perfect. Stealing it. Also, and yeah, we're definitely stealing that. She's like, you don't like the place, break the leash. She's like, you and I should get a place together. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And Same then Sarah things. kind of asks like how Lisa, like how, she's like, how do you do it? Like, how do you stand up to boss? Hatchet face. Mm-hmm. And Lisa's like, it's simple. I just remind myself that it's my fucking life. <gasps> Lisa, do you want to like maybe go grab coffee I or something? I know I like that. Food. Yeah. I know that you probably have like a lot of friends, but like I didn't know if maybe you wanted to hang out or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. I mean, yeah, like we could we could uh, I don't know. What do you like? like what do you want? What do you do? Food? I like food. Any kind of no, you, whatever food you want. Literally any, any food. Oh, I'm allergic to that, but I'm sure I'll okay. be fine. Sure, sure, sure. Be my friend. <laughs> so Sarah just like kind of like whispers to herself. She's like, my fucking life. Hmm. Cut to her at night in bed, asleep, but noises are kind of happening. And then she kind of like wakes up because she smells something. And it's clearly like yucky. Like okay. she wakes up and is like, like what? Okay. And then the smoke alarm starts going off. Shit. So now she's in her bedroom, but the bedroom door is closed. So she turns on the lamp and the lamp doesn't turn on. Uh-oh. Question number one. What does she do? What do you do? Lamp doesn't turn on. I smell something yucky and the smoke alarm is going off. Correct? Yeah. I can assume you're smelling smoke at this point. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I am going to grab my phone and a, uh, piece of fabric to test the doorknob in case the doorknob is hot. Um, and obviously like open the door to see what's going on. Uh, barring what's on the other side of the door, I'll call 911. Um, if it looks like something I can handle, then I'll 
put the fire out or turn the smoke alarm off. Like I kind of just need to see what's happening on the other side. Uh, what does she do? I think she just goes and like opens the door. That's a point for her. So she opens the bedroom door. The living room area is kind of like all smoky. She goes to the kitchen and the oven is on and like bright red. Mm-hmm. And there's a piece of paper on the stove with the pet policy on and it with that the says pet policy on it. no pets allowed on premise. And the cat's in the oven. Giles is in the oven. We can assume. Yeah. So then she's standing there and we see behind her, someone passes behind her, like in her apartment. So she turns and then someone dressed in all black grabs her, covers her <gasps> mouth and then like drags her over. She has like kind of just like a, a wooden chair kind of with like a table, you know? And they like drag her to the chair and then zip tie her, they zip tie her legs to each thing and they zip tie her arms behind her to like the little middle bar, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, but it's dark. Like we can't see who it is, but she's like, Lester, like, Mm. please don't do this. Yeah. And so the person goes to the fuse box at like by the front door and turns the light on. It's Brian. It's Brian. Fuck. Hey, you know, we're all attracted to toxic people when we first move out here. It's kind of a rite of passage. I was just going to say it's an LA rite of passage. (laughs) Yeah. Parking tickets and toxic dudes. We've all been there. (laughs) 100. Oh, God. (laughs) this is weird to watch it's very upsetting (laughs) it's just a little too real Uh, yep so he like sets down on the counter like a kind of like doctor bag like old-timey doctor bag kind of thing you know what i mean i do Uh, (laughs) mind you he's not a doctor i i gather <laughs> so, and so he's a fucking hipster too with his old timey doctor bag. <laughs> <laughs> Very LA. Yeah. Oh my God. I can totally see people walking around Silver Lake with holding a fucking old timey doctor, doctor bag. bag. Yeah. Yeah. And it this being fucking cool. guy. <laughs> oh man. I dated so many of that guy. Sure did. And, uh, So he opens it up, pulls out a needle and like sticks it into like some type of liquid and starts, you know, Mm -hmm. extracting (laughs) it out. That's the sound it makes. (laughs) Uh, Question two, what does she do? What do you do? You're like watching this happen, basically. I'm zippity-doo-dot-tied, eh? Mm Mm-hmm. Zip it up and zip it out. Okay, babe. (laughs) Bye-bye. That reminds me. I saw a post on Instagram that was like, before memes, we just yelled Dave Chappelle quotes at each other. (laughs) That's so (laughs) true. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hilarious. Fuck yeah. Um, Okay. I am going to rely on the thinness of LA walls and I'm just going to start screaming for help. Um, 
what does she do? No, she starts screaming for help. I am going to try and use a little bit of, I'm going to try and like use some attempt to use maybe some psychology in terms of like, I'm going to talk to him really calmly and like, just see if I can kind of like hostage situation, this situation, like just sort of try and have a conversation with him, gets more information. That's half a point. Okay. For her. Okay. She does start screaming for help, but she also starts shaking the chair left and right. Okay. Until she falls over and it breaks. I was thinking about falling over. Okay. But it didn't occur to me that it could break. All right. Nice job. Um, so she kind of like shakes the bottom part off, but her hands are still stuck to like, they're basically her hands are still tied behind her back to like yeah. a wood piece, but the wood piece is now free. And Brian sees this and he's like, fucking Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> accurate again yep. documentary yep. so <laughs> real cheap furniture in both senses of the word <laughs> he goes to her uh, but she's still kind of on the ground so she trips him and like gets up and like starts to run to the door um and she basically has to like go to the front door, but like turn around and look at him because her hands are behind her. Right. But she opens the door and she runs outside. So she's like running down the walkway now and like screaming for help. And Esther, the doctor, um, stops her and she's like, Sarah, like, are you okay? And the like, Sarah is like, married to the big time lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you can forget about the lawyer because the doctor is the only important part. Got it. <laughs> and uh, she, um, Sarah's asking for help. And like, now we see that Brian is starting to like come behind her. And Esther is like, Brian, like what the hell is going on? And Brian's like, everything's fine. Like it's all under control. She's not going anywhere. What? That's not what you want to hear. And then Sarah tries to run and Esther grabs her arm. And then Brian tases her. Fuckles. God damn it. And drags her back to the apartment. I gotta break this lease. And now there's like people out of their apartments kind of watching. Shit. Balls. Shit balls. And so back in her apartment, Esther is like talking to Brian about how this is like a bad way to start. Like that's why we're supposed to do the dinner party. Like we're rushing things. Da, 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 da. And Brian's like, it's not my fucking fault. Like she didn't come. Like we had to because she was about to move out. Um, oh my God. So they must be listening to her conversations. And then other people start coming in and then Jerry comes in manager and he's like enough and looks at sarah and he's like there's no harm done tells everyone else to go back to bed and sarah's like what's happening like why won't anybody help me and jerry just looks at her and says we are helping you oh no oh fuck is this an la cult once <laughs> again documentary <laughs> shit 
God. All right. Cut to Sarah waking up on the floor, hearing the pipes sound. She's what we can assume is, well, she's in her bedroom, but it's now completely empty. So it's just um, wood floor, completely empty. And the windows are all boarded up. Ooh, wood floors though. I know, but it's just like a completely empty room. Okay. And she's wearing green scrubs and the door has now become like the door to the bedroom has now become kind of like a jail door almost like it's like a metal fucking door that has no handle on it. Um, and that like electric case thing, the little ES EBS. Yeah. Now has a new piece of metal on it that has two red lights Fuck. on there. Fuck me. So she's waking up. She starts yelling for help. The door opens. Manager Jerry and Brian, Dr. Brian, come in. (laughs) Not Dr. Brian, I should say. Yeah. And they're like, no one can hear you. No one can hear you. And she, like, just starts begging them to, like, let her go. Like, you know, and they're like, Jerry tells her, yesterday you quit your job. You closed all your bank accounts, your credit cards. You cut ties with the few people that might care. No, I didn't. No, I didn't do that. And he plays her a voicemail from Lisa of Lisa being like fucking pissed, like clearly responding to something. She's like, don't worry. I got the message loud and clear. And like, whatever you did to like hatchet boss lady, like um, it fucking pissed her off so much that it almost got me fired too. Like you're a crazy fucking bitch, basically. Oh, shit. Shit. I am flummoxed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so he tells her that no one is coming for you. Dad? Please forgive me? Shit. Shit! So now they tell her to face the wall. And they say to put your hands on the wall and kind of exactly where those two spots are um, that used to be looked like they've been punched Basically, oh, the, with holes yeah, in the yeah, wall yeah. Mm-hmm. that were like plastered. So she begs and she's like, no, please, no, please, no. And so Brian like gets out some fucking pliers or some shit from his not doctor bag. Mm-hmm. And Jerry tells her the program is simple. You comply, you get rewarded. You don't, you get punished. Okay. And then Lester comes in and walks up to Sarah and Jerry's like, it's up to you. Lester here was resistant. And Lester turns and shows his like ear that's like kind of all fucked up. And he's like, that was for attacking me. And then Lester takes off his glasses Glasses? Uh and he's missing an eye. Yeah. And Jerry says that was for trying to escape. Fuck. I would like to keep my ears and eyes. So Jerry says, are you ready to do what you're told? (sighs) Question number three. What do you do? What does she do? Um, I'm definitely going to say yes for now, whether I actually do it remains to be seen but i'm going to be compliant verbally right now um 
I think she's like, fuck you. And then they fucking taser or something. Point for you. Okay. She shakes her head. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's all right. That's what we're dealing with. Got it. It's he's like, Brian tells her face the wall, put your hands on the wall. So basically say your hands are at like waist height or something like that mm-hmm. against the wall, mm-hmm. like shoulder length apart. And then he tells her step back, step back, step back. So basically you're leaning forward. Does that okay. make sense? Like yeah. your legs are farther back than like your body. Yes. So, um, and then she, she's like, and then he says, now look at the wall. Okay. So he tells her this is a stress position. Like it's designed to be painful. Great. So in a few minutes, it's going to hurt. And in a few hours, it's going to be unbearable. <gasps> no, God. So he's a yoga instructor as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Fucking oh. psycho yoga instructor. So L.A. God damn it. <laughs> so he tells her when the lights are on, do not move no matter what. Like you have to stay in that position. I fucking hate this. And when the lights go off, you can rest. The little okay. two red lights on the thing. Oh, okay. How, where are they in my line of vision? They're next to you. Next to you. Okay. Yeah. Like it's all on the same wall. Okay. And it comes with like a little buzz. Like it's like bzz, bzz, okay. whenever it goes on and off. Um, and then he points to the smoke alarm in the ceiling and says, we'll be watching you. Damn it. Shit. Shit. Okay. So it's a camera. My back's already hurting. (laughs) Just, just you wait. No, I would not do well. I'd be like, I give up. Goodbye. (laughs) Take take my eyes, my ears, my fallopian tubes, take whatever you want. I'm taking a nap. Goodbye. You better vag up, man. <laughs> you can take that too. It's fine. My back hurts. Start your stretches. <laughs> here we go. Shit. And Jerry comes up and tells her, you know, it's for your own good. Someday you'll understand and you'll thank me. Why? And they <laughs> leave. Great. So she stands there in position. Oh, how nice are these wood floors again? Mm, not worth it. Nothing to write home about. Great. All right. Sorry. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to get out. I'm going to go out, get out. It's my fucking life. Oh, baby. And she kind of starts to like whimper and like cry a little bit. Yeah, me too. And then music starts to play. It's going to be a really annoying song. I can feel it in my bones. I can feel it. It's going to be like, the Venga bus is coming. I don't have the exact song because this was like a different version that I go. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I went through a lot of processes of trying to get this fucking song. I hear you. Finally, I just did this. There's a certain sound. Follows me around when you're close to me, you will hear it 
Do I so know that song? Not, I don't know. No, no, no. Oh, don't. okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to place the it the was, whole time. Was no, not I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kim's like, I know that you don't know this song. <laughs> I don't either. Like, I don't think it's like a, a known song or anything like that, but it's like that's the the vibe of the song the vibe yeah and so that yeah. plays like almost all the time when she's standing Ugh, sounds like a fucking hipster dinner party to me mm-hmm. so that starts to play and then time kind of passes basically mm-hmm. so it's like her still standing with the music playing and then we kind of see it from like the the camera view like through a monitor almost mm-hmm. like watching her and then it's like her standing again. Then the light goes off. She falls to the ground. And um, the metal door has like a little tray space at the bottom. And so that opens up and something is rolled in. Okay. And it's a smoothie. Again. Delicious. So LA. So LA. <laughs> I'd like a wheatgrass acai smoothie, please. Thank you. <laughs> Could you With have some milk? bee pollen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. So it's a smoothie and a bedpan. Oh, sure. But they're both like nailed and tied down to this thing. So she can't even pick it up. She literally just needs to like lean over and like sip out of the straw. Oh, okay. Is, is it a plastic straw or a sustainable straw? It's a um, reusable straw for sure. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> this is LA after all. <laughs> That's no shade to reusable straws. I really like reusable straws. Uh, me have, too. I'm a big I, fan. I have a collapsible one and it's great. Save the turtles. <laughs> Please. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the light. Oh, so she like starts to sip the thing and then it's like, Again, it's kind of like time passing. So like then the light goes on. She's standing, starting to look a little more rough. The Mm. light goes off. She's laying on the floor. Then the door opens. Edie comes in. And that's the old lady. Edie. Mm -hmm. And sits with her. And she sits and starts talking to her. And this is kind of one of those things where it's like we're hearing Edie talking about seeing some different things at different points too. But it's all yes. just cut between Sarah standing against the wall, basically. Okay. So, so Edie sits with her and Edie says, Jerry said that you needed a friend. And she says, the process isn't a lot fun. of fun. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you just said? It is. Yeah. Wow. You are in this movie. Did you write this? Well, I have lived in L.A. I'm just <laughs> recounting my experience of that time that an old lady came in to tell me that the process wasn't fun while I was in a stress position in my one bedroom apartment that's overpriced. <laughs> and she says, but if I got through it, anyone can. OK, so she did it, too. And she says, everyone here started right where you are. And Sarah's like, this is crazy. Agreed. And Edie's like, no, crazy is poisoning yourself with alcohol and pills to fight the loneliness. Wait, what? Hold on. Let me take a sip of my Bon Viv. (laughs) Excuse me? 
(laughs) (laughs) And she says, um, like throwing away your only family for a selfish fantasy. And she says, this isn't crazy. This is science. Jerry knows exactly how to fix bad conditioning. Oh, no. This is one of those cults that says they're science, but they're not. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) How did we narrowly avoid cults when we first moved out here? It's too real. It's too real. (laughs) I feel like people that don't live in L.A. are like, they're exaggerating. And I'm like, listen, I'm exaggerating a little. But not by much. Not by much at all. Not by much. So then we're seeing her standing against the wall. The light off. The smoothie. The light on. Standing. The music. And then she's standing in the light and the music start to flicker a little. Standing. She's struggling a bit. Mm-hmm. Edie talking. You gotta stop fighting. You're just making it worse. It's science. Cut to smoothie, light on. And she's like, and then it's just kind of repeating things that like Edie had said pretty much where it's like a selfish fantasy and then lights off standing and then hearing her say, Jerry knows exactly how to fix bad conditioning. Shit. And lights flickering, the light on, the light on. It's like, Mm -hmm. and Edie saying, poor baby. The sooner you give up, the sooner you'll be free. Okay. And then it's her standing and she closes her eyes and like falls to the ground. I'm so tired. And she like can't get up. Uh, me either. Fucking Jerry comes in. Fucking Jerry. I really like our Jerry a lot. More. I was just going to say not the demon. No, not our friend. It, did no. I say demon? You did. <laughs> But I was going to let it go. <laughs> because I said it was demon friend. Oh, yeah. Our demon. Our demon. <laughs> yeah. Not the good Jerry, who's a yeah. fucking demon. Yeah. If 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 the good Jerry is a demon, you need to do some reevaluating yeah. of your whole sitch. You need to check Jerry. yourself. Jer. So, You're bringing a bad name to the name. Jerry. <laughs> I miss you, buddy. How's it going? I've been on a little uh, retreat just trying Ooh. to find myself. Oh, uh, how'd it go? You know, I'm just feeling really invigorated, really, you know, like a new demon. Chair. That's great so great. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. We missed yeah. you. Let's get a raw kombucha later. What do you say? I'm down. Here Perfect. for it. Great, great. I got to run. I got a yoga class. Okay. Bye, Jer. <laughs> so... Oh no, Ketrin's Ketrin's joking. Ketrin's needs some drinks. When Jerry comes through me, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, you know, I love it. I welcome Tough it on the old it's, it's, the, the old throat cords. The exactly. <laughs> okay, continue. So, oh, I was drinking a smoothie and some <laughs> berry pieces. You know, when you have like berry bits. I do know about berry bits. Seeds Seeds. is the word I'm looking for. I think the technical term is berry bits. (laughs) There is a berry bit on my (laughs) Mikey thing. Yeah. 
I'm going to just read the words I wrote down because other words are not working appropriately in my brain. (laughs) So Jerry comes in. The manager. Boo. Boo. And he's like, the light is still on. And she's like, please, no, I like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I just, I just want it to be over. Brian brings his not doctor bag in his fucking hipster douchebag. His hipster douchebag. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) And Jerry says, we can end it right now. And he pulls out a gun. Uh, I mean, possibly. Question number four. What does she do? What do you do? Ugh, I mean, tempting. Mm. Uh, I I guess I'm gonna try to stand. Uh, sh- she's gonna try to stand. She's gonna try to stand. Uh, I don't think calling their bluff is gonna work because I don't. I actually don't think that they would kill me, and that would be worse. I think they would like torture me more. Mm. so what I need to do is like get out of this process as best I can I feel like I'll have more freedom if I can keep my wits about me and get through this process and make them think that I'm compliant um so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna really I'm gonna stand up and try to do my stress position again but also be like working to like, like, okay, I'm in manipulation mode now. I'm going to go into manipulation mode. Yay. At this point, I think you just have to comply. I mean, I just got to get out of this room. I got to get to the the process that the other tenants are in. Like the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So she's like, no, 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 please. No. And Jared's like, I thought you wanted it to be over. Oh, and God. she's so she like shaking, like gets up and like stands at the wall. Like it has been like a lot of time has passed at this point. Um, and Jared says something else that I can't read. But basically he's like, we're going to help you if you like can't do it. Ugh, and okay. Brian gets out of his douchebag two long nails and a hammer nails that are hammered not like nails i was yes i was like gross gross i mean he is a hipster and then he just starts (laughs) caressing her face yeah with his disgustingly long nails i mean jerry would jerry would have like elegant long nails and it would be yucko doesn't demon jerry actually have that have we talked about that Yes, but his are talons, and that's oh, different. True. Excuse me. Yeah. So, nah, hammer nails and hammer nails. a hammer. Yep. And um, Brian basically walks up towards her hands against the wall, and she like pulls her hand away, and she's like, "No, please, like I promise, like I'll do good, I'll do good." And Brian's like, "Put your hand back." Shit, 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 shit. So she sobs and puts her hand back. 
And then he nails her hand to the wall. Cool, 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 cool. Which we cool. can assume is where those holes come from in the well, wall. Well, <clears throat> good thing is LA walls are made of shitty plaster. So you'll probably just be able to pull that nail right out because you didn't anchor it as a screw. True, but your hand modeling career is over. over. Yeah. So then he goes to the other side and she like, begs him no and she's like i just want to go home and he just like stands and stares at her until she puts her hand on the wall and then he nails it sure sure fuck jerry manager says this is your home great this better be fucking rent controlled (laughs) (laughs) not your first apartment come on you don't even know to look for that no they leave now it's like her standing with her hands nailed to the fucking wall yeah and there's kind of like bright lights now behind her and like voices of like all the things they've been saying to her and stuff like that and like telling her and like she's just like and music and da 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 like she's kind of losing it a losing her mind yeah 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 but then like through all of that we start to hear like sarah sarah it's her dad's voice (gasps) dad and she says that and he's like he's like i'm here like i'm talking to you through the pipes like i never believed their lies i'm taking you home so get ready to run And then she hears behind her like footsteps and like a door banging and different things. And we're only like seeing her face right now. Uh Um, And we're just hearing these things. And we kind of like hear the wall like behind her by the window, like almost break a little bit, like break open. And then like sunlight starts to pour through. And so dad goes, dad just yells, go, you can do it. And then she rips her hands off the wall Mm -hmm. and then she turns behind her and it's just the normal wall with the boarded up window and now she's pulled her hands off the wall and they're gonna come in because they're watching her god damn it and then she passes up sure so she like hallucinated that yeah yeah and so now there's just like a shot from like the camera monitor of her like on the floor with like blood dripping everywhere. Yeah. Nice little shot of the apartment complex during the day. Quiet. Cute. Hmm. Love it. Back to her in the room. She's just like sitting in the corner with like old dried blood stains from dripping down the wall there. And then the light goes on again. So she gets up to the spot and the door opens. Fucking Jerry and Brian again. Fucking Jerry and Brian. And they tell her to turn around to like look at them. And Jerry kind of like gets up in her face and smiles. And he says, well done, Sarah. And then he hugs her. Ew, get off. And she's, and he says, I'm so proud of you. Ew. And she like closes her eyes and like hugs him back Oh, like shake, like just like, oh my God, like think, like shaking. Yeah. Cut to her face with just dead eyed stare. Like 
just broken person stare. Yeah. And she's just sitting there and like, like ladies are like brushing her hair and like cleaning her up. Like Dr. Esther's like wrapping her hands and the doctor actually shows um, Sarah like her own scars in her hand. Mm-hmm. And Edie tells her like, we're going to take such good care of you, my dear. And Jerry's wife like brings her some clothes and then like walks her outside. Mm-hmm. And as she's like walking from the part of like the doorway that's still like in the hallway, you know, till she finally mm-hmm. gets to like the open part and the sunshine. Yeah. And she just like stops and like lifts her face to the fucking sunshine and like closes her eyes i mean you kind of get where she's like i'm like should that should i just do this like she just just feels the sunshine on her face i mean i don't even think like she's even thinking that at this point yeah she's just like i'm not where i was before yeah (laughs) and now Jerry's wife takes her into another room. There's a table set up on one side are fucking Jerry and Brian. And then she sits down on the other side and there's like a microphone and they're sitting in front of a computer and some equipment and stuff like that. And Jerry starts asking her some questions. He says, what's your sexual preference? And she's like, um, men heterosexual. Yeah. And then we kind of look and see on the computer that they're giving her a lie detector test. Oh, okay. 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 And then Jerry goes, tell us about your first sexual experience. No. (laughs) And he says, openness is one of the foundations of our community. And he holds up that fucking book, the power of community. Shit. And says, we don't keep secrets. I feel like this is real. Like, I feel like this is going on somewhere in Los Angeles. I mean, this kind of stuff feels similar to Scientology, to be honest. Hence, I think this is going on somewhere (laughs) in Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the specific asking question things like, yeah, the Dianetics or yeah, and like recording it and stuff. So, yeah. And like Scientologists, like, definitely torture people it's like documented so Mm -hmm. yeah cool 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 um so then it's like cuts back to her like later she's like back on the floor of like her empty room and she's reading the book oh okay and now later jerry's wife is like walking her through the courtyard where everyone's just kind of hanging out And she tells her to just observe, like, see what we're all about. And it's kind of like similar, like the same shots from like the beginning where it's like someone's helping with laundry. And then we cut back to Sarah reading the book and then Jerry telling her, you know, you remember what it's like out there? Everybody's just in their own separate world on their little devices, obsessed with themselves. Well, and it's more like community shots sarah reading the book more of the community that pregnant lady like smiling and waving and this time like sarah's walking through and like waves back Mm -hmm. her reading the book and jerry telling her we have to be there for each other i mean this is sounding kind of (laughs) good it's a complicated situation 
I'm so I'm so tired. This sounds kind of good. Like all what these people that just the support you and like yeah. help you out. We're all just one big family living in this cool compound, which is fantasy. Maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe I just gotta find my Jerry. Go on. Alert! Alert! Cult! 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 <laughs> I told you Ketrin's gonna be the cult person. I told you. Whatever do you mean, Ken? <laughs> so now, Sarah. Ah! Stop staring at me, creepy eyes. She's dead eyed, no face moving. Stop it. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now Sarah and Jerry are sitting in the foyer mm-hmm. by the mailboxes on a bench. Uh-huh. And he's telling her that our community has to be strong enough to heal the world. And then at this point, he pulls out like a little boop boop kind of like car boop boop button a car boop boop Uh uh-huh um from his front jeans pocket and it buzzes the front door open you mean his front jeans that are super skin tight because he's a hipster (laughs) not jerry yeah oh not jerry 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 Jerry. sorry 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 i thought we were talking to brian it's jerry got it jerry (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) this hipster (laughs) dr bag (laughs) oh man so he um buzzes the front door open for someone in the community who's leaving and sarah kind of looks at him and jerry says i mean we can't change the world without venturing into it once we're ready to handle it okay back to sarah reading in her room and we see now the back of the book has like the picture of the author um, and his name is Charles Ellerby. Okay. Back to lie detector room. Jerry asks her, can you name the four foundations? She says, selflessness, openness, acceptance, security. Sure. Jerry says, excellent. Very good. And then he asks her what happened between her and her dad because she never talked about it or emailed anyone about it, like, as far as we could tell. Oh, so they were in all of her shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she tells him. Basically, she caught him cheating on her mother when she was dying. Ah. With her mother's nurse. Ah. That's some tale of two sisters shit. It really fucking is. Fuck. And so Sarah told him that she would tell her mom if they didn't stop. And Jerry was like, well, did they? And she says, he knew I couldn't do it. Ah, fuck. So now she has guilt. Oh, man. She's like, she was already so weak. So she died thinking that he was a saint. Ouch. Ouch. So Jerry asks, Sarah, do you want to be part of this community? And she kind of like stares a little bit and she's like, yes. And they look at this, the computer screen Mm -hmm. and Jerry's like, Sarah. And she's like, no, she's like, I'm sorry, Jerry. She's like, I I want to, I, I, or I want to want it. 
Mm. She's like, I'm trying. And he's like, it's all right. You'll get there. Oh, God. Oh, Jer. Back to her room reading. Jer's wife comes in and she says, it's time to start contributing. So they go to another apartment that um, in the living room is basically a classroom. And Lester is in there teaching like basically nine little kids. And Sarah and the wife go into the kitchen to start making some food. As this is happening, uh, they're they're basically like showing them the kids like a video. Okay. This like old man talking. He is saying, modern society is sick. Greed, envy, dishonesty, lust, the vices that corrode society all spring from one source selfishness i mean i'm on board so far i guess i (laughs) so this is charles ellerby the author guy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he says we have the technology to change human nature and he kind of talks about how they've been doing it forever like pavlov you know And he talks about living by four foundations. Quick question. Do you yourself have a Pavlovian response to anything? My Pavlovian response is when I eat sushi, I want fucking, um, this is with you. Uh, I don't have it as much anymore. Pinkberry afterwards. Pinkberry afterwards. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. That was our Monday ritual. We would get like super cheap sushi. It was like all you can eat or something. Or I don't remember. But yeah, it was something like that. It was like literally like $2 rolls. Yeah. Like, and we could just stack them up and then right next door is Pinkberry. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That was very much a Pavlovian response for me for like a long time. That's really good. (laughs) What about you? I'm sure there are others. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I well, well, you know, one of mine that I had to like actually try to like reprogram myself was uh uh getting into my car. I would have a Pavlovian response to Starbucks. Oh, right, that makes sense. Yeah. So it was like I really had to fix I, that one because that one's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it's um after recording day. I eat cauliflower crust pizza. Nice. <laughs> like every time. I love it. God, that fucking cauliflower crust pizza. It's so good. Oh, tell us your Pavlovian responses, Sammy. Yeah. I'm very I'm curious. Think I'm sure I have others, but Oh, I definitely um, have others. But that was the one that was like detrimental to my life. So Right, right, right. That right. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Keep going. The sushi one was just the very a very memorable one. And so specific to the our to- our beginning times in LA. I know. That really was beginning times. That was the best. So um Since we're on side notes, here's another Mm -hmm. side note. So Charles Ellerby is being interviewed by someone. Uh And the actor who's the interviewer is Jay Pennick, who played um, basically, I think, my dad, who's supposed to be Skip Porter in The Three Extremes, the web series that we made. Shut the front door. Yeah. That's so funny. I love I like that. Recognized him, but I just thought he was just like an actor or whatever. And then when I was like looking at IMDb afterwards, um, I saw that uh, his name. Like I was like, why does that sound familiar? Then I thought yeah. I knew him from like Baltimore or something. And then I was like, holy fucking shit, he was in the web series we made. That's 
fucking. I was like, we cast him. Yeah. We'll post a link to that episode of the three extremes. Yeah. We'll post. There's only five episodes. If you guys want to watch the whole thing, post them all. Speaking of like beginning times in LA. Yeah. It really explores that crazy fucking time. You know what episode six would have been? One of the girls joins a cult. A cult. Oh my God. I love it. And it would have been me. Yeah. Is there a reboot? in our future possibly (laughs) (laughs) so um boop 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 okay he's being interviewed and he talks about living by these four foundations selflessness and then we kind of see sarah helping Edie do shit whatever second openness because secrets breed disorder and then we're seeing um kind of like a group circle talk Mm -hmm. group circle jerk (laughs) yep i got it (laughs) right and so one guy raises his hand because he's like me first please He raises his hand because he's going to share. We're only like seeing all this happen and we're hearing Charles, Charles Ellerby. Okay. So he raises his hand to share. And third is acceptance. And so at this point, the group now all lines up and slaps that guy in the face one by one. <laughs> so, I mean, we don't kink shame here. Sarah gets up front and she's like, uh, and Jerry's like, kind of gives her the head nod like do it so she does it and then like the guy says thank you Uh, okay but charles ellerby says once an error has been corrected it's already forgiven so cut to later it's like the dinner table and everyone's sitting around happy the guys they're happy they're all friends like passing food to each other and i see watch i see okay number four security we are our best selves when we know our neighbors are watching. <laughs> no, I'm not, I don't know no, about no, that. No. I disagree. I have so many feelings about that. <laughs> I just got very embarrassed and very angry and I very, know. I just got Same. so many things. Same. <laughs> I'm like, what are you watching? I don't, what did I do? I'm ashamed. And also, so um so now we're kind of like back to the kitchen where sarah and wifey are and wifey takes like the food on a tray to like she turns behind her to like put it in the oven and sarah just looks down at like a knife on the counter and like kind of has her hand near it but Lester's mm-hmm. across the room, like in the living room, like watching, and he just like shakes his head no. Eesh. Okay. And back to Charles, he's saying that um, if we live by the foundations, it becomes a habit, and then it becomes who we are. Right. Which is true. It's, yeah, it's accurate. So he says, we will make this world. A single perfect community, free of loneliness, free of poverty, free of strife. I mean, sold? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so tired. (laughs) 
Nexium? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so, now we're back at lie detector room. Sarah asks, why her? And Jerry says, because you needed us and we needed you. Everyone here has their role to play, but he won't tell her what hers is yet. Okay. Oh, Again. yeah, because the apartment was like full of people. Yeah. Like when it was, when she was open house. Yeah. Right, right, right. And again, he asks her, do you want to be part of the community? And Sarah says, I, I don't know. And they both smile. And Jerry's like, you're ready to take on more responsibility. Am I? So now we go to a room with camera monitors and Brian's sitting in there and they basically have all of the apartments have cameras. So there's just like each room is there and he's just like clicking through, like watching people. How do these people masturbate? I don't know. Do they just know that someone's watching and just, I guess, I don't know if it's part of the foundations or not. (sighs) Masturbation foundation. I mean, I guess that's what the group circle jerk is for. Yeah. What's your masturbation foundation? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just shopping some cults and I just, you know, have a couple of questions. <laughs> okay. So she sees, so she sits down next to him and they're like clicking through, but she's kind of looks around the room and in the corner of the room that they're in, there's a camera watching okay. them. So she's like, who's watching watching that? Okay. And Brian's just like, none of your business. Eyes on your monitor. Uh, uh, Okay. Where are your skinny jeans? (laughs) So now she's watching and she sees Edie kind of almost fall over and looks like she's like having trouble breathing. So she's like, oh my gosh, call Esther for Edie, the doctor, call the doctor. So now we go to Edie's apartment And it's like later, like the doctor is like helping her and Jerry is like, so proud of Sarah. He's like, that's what this community is all about. And now it's like later, like Edie's kind of like in bed and there's like flowers around her and stuff. And, um, Sarah's like sitting by her bedside and then people start coming in and like all the people basically seem to come in. Okay. And she's like, wants Sarah by her side And Brian stands next to the bed and says a few words, like how Edie was like the first person to introduce herself to like me and so many of us. And he kind of starts to tear up because she's such an essential member of the community. Like she's a great friend and mother to all of us. And we're going to miss you so much. And then we feels like a midsummer type of situation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of cult. Oh, no. And then we see Esther pulling out like a tank of gas of some sort. And Sarah's like, no. And like stands up and Brian grabs her and is like, shh. She can't continue to contribute to the community. And we don't have the resources to take care of her. She knows this is what's best for the community. Don't ruin this. Why can't she just be like the old lady storyteller? Just. Just because you need to contribute, Katrina. Okay. Contribute or die. (laughs) And like Jerry's watching all of this very intently, you know? So like 
Edie holds Sarah's hand and Sarah sits back down and Edie tells her, I'm so glad you're here. And she just says, Edie says, goodbye, my dears. Oh, God. And then they put a bag over her head that has like a little wire up into it and turn the gas on. Uh, uh, okay. And then they all just watch her die. Cool, 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 cool. Great, cool. How's your cult shopping going? Mm, God, Kim, I don't even know. Feels good. I'm just, yeah. I mean, part of me is like, just gas back me. Just, <laughs> right. I don't know. Just, just gas back me. Things like this, like there is a part of me that's just like, just, I don't, I'm so tired. I'm just so tired. Just, I'll make you guys a loaf of banana bread and then just gas back me. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But. Now it's later and Brian and Sarah are talking and Brian's kind of telling her his story. Mm-hmm. So basically he was in Iraq and when he got back, he was just like a mess. And, um, he thought like this place was hell at first and it like took years, but he finally understood. And he's like, it saved my life. He's like, just let go and embrace. Like, there's nothing we won't do to make you happy. Well, Brian, I'm not going to say I'm not sold. I'm not, not, He's not back. sold. We got her back now. Plus banana bread. Woo. I do just need to revisit your masturbation policy. <laughs> we haven't covered that yet. So now we're back in the lie detector room. And Jerry's like, I'm sure you know what I'm going to ask you, Sarah. Do you want to be part of this community? And she says, yes. Yeah. Sure. And is not lying. She means it. So now Jerry's walking her blindfolded to the courtyard. Everyone's there. Tells her to kneel down. She does. And then they pull out a fucking fire thing. Shooter? Fire shooter. shooter. What's that called? It's a fire... Yeah. Uh Blowtorch. Uh, Blowtorch. Blow yep. I knew if I just kept making the sound, you'd yeah. figure out the words. Yep. I got it. <laughs> That's how we roll. Well, it's not a blowtorch. Guys, Kim thinks in pictures. I think in words. So it yeah, actually, it's not true. that Kim doesn't know what things are. She's got a bunch of pictures in her head and I label the pictures. <laughs> it's so one more true. reason why our fucking friendship just Why we're works. perfect together <laughs> in our little cult. So they start blowtorching a little piece of metal and then brand her behind her ear with a little symbol. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So a little symbol behind her ear. Ooh. Which now I'm like, ooh, is there a C and an E in there for Charles Ellerby? Ooh. Uh, Speaking of Nexium. Right. So they brand her. Everyone cheers. And Brian's like, I knew you'd make it. And wifey brings out a cake that has the same symbol on it. And like, congratulations, Sarah. And Jerry's like, welcome to the community. And Sarah's like, thank you. And he's (laughs) like, I told you you'd thank me one day. Uh, You weren't wrong, Jerry. Let's party. 
Okay. So now they celebrate. Again, Jerry, I'm so sorry to bother you. I just, we still haven't colored, covered your masturbation policy. I know we're about to party. I just, I'm still... Group haven't, circle jerk. Group circle jerk. Okay. What All else right. do you need? All right. I can get on board. Or pornish uh, cam. I mean, Porn it's cam, cam style masturbation. Oh, okay. Okay. We're always watching you. <laughs> you know what? I can get there. I can get there. Okay. All right. So, okay. They're celebrating. Um, it's kind of like later people are congratulating her, whatever. Jerry makes an announcement. And he says, you know, Sarah's been like anxiously awaiting, like trying to figure out like what her role in the community is. Mm-hmm. And he says, six months ago, we lost a part of our community. And he says that Lester saw you and he said, she's smart and kind, like my Jesse. Come here, you two. So he calls over Sarah and Lester and holds both their hands. And he says, Lester is a selfless person and he'll take good care of you. No. And he says, we saw how you... Or we saw how devoted Sarah was to Edie. It's perfect for the community and perfect for you, Lester. No. You're going to make a great couple and great parents. No. No, thank you. No, thank you. Go on. Come on. And kind of pushes them together. And Lester, like, awkwardly kisses her. No. No, thank you. No, thank and you. And everyone claps. No, thank you. I don't. I made a mistake. And then Lester whispers in her ear, let's go home. Ah! <laughs> ah, I've made a huge mistake. So now we're in Lester's apartment. And Sarah asks, like, what, what about her apartment? And he's like, oh, that's not yours. That's just for new candidates. <laughs> I have made a huge mistake. And he says, Come here, and goes into the bedroom and stands next to the bed waiting for her. And she just kind of like stares, like from the living room through the door. And he's like, Come here. At that moment, Jerry like runs in, opens the door, and is like, Sarah, we have a problem. What? We see now on the monitor, Sarah's dad is at the front door of the complex. Oh, God. Hi, Dad. You're a real piece of shit, but if you could come on in here and help me, that would be great. Old Jer says, Fourth Foundation, you know what has to happen unless you can make him leave and never come back. Fuck me. Fuck me. Except for you, so, Lester. Don't fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Masturbation only, please. <laughs> so she basically now like answers his phone call and says she's at work and for him to come back at six. So the community like resets up her apartment again, like the living room area. Yeah. But Brian is in her bedroom with the door closed watching, basically. Okay. Like all in black. Idiot. And (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, He's an idiot. Yes. So 
now dad is at the door. She opens it. He comes into the apartment and he's actually, he like sees her and is like, what happened to you? Mind you, I actually thought she looked completely fine at this point. So that was weird, but yeah, because <laughs> there's been times where like she gets like real red under the eyes through a, uh-huh. a lot of the standing part and yeah, yeah, yeah. looks a little pale and stringy, hasn't taken a shower. That's, you know, she looks pretty fine right now, but okay. Anyway, he's like, what happened? And he asks if she's all right. And she's like, I'm fine. So he comes in and he wants to fix things. Like he wants to be a better father and all these things like in his being like really genuine. And she says, you narcissist, like, fuck you. Um, like go back to Diane. I never want to see you again. And we see kind of like Brian, like poking through the window, watching or window door, the bedroom door watching. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And dad starts to leave and he turns and says, I'm sorry. Like I screwed up. I never should have put you in that position or your mom. I should have been there for her and for you. And he's like, what, whatever your dreams are, like I will, like, I, I'm so proud of you. And he starts to cry and he's like, can you forgive me? Like, I don't want to lose you too. Oh, Fuck. So then she cries and then I cry and we all cry and she (laughs) hugs him. And at this point, they're kind of like hugging and like dancing a little. So like it turns. So basically dad is standing right in front of the bedroom door with his Mm -hmm. back to the door Mm -hmm. and they're hugging. And all of a sudden Sarah's like, no. And dad's like, what? And Sarah pulls away and we see that Brian is like holding a gun or something to the back of dad's head. Mm -hmm. But dad hasn't seen it yet. Question five, what do you do? What does she do? Well, this is where it's tough because the game is to stay alive. So to stay alive, I would let Brian shoot my dad. But what does she do? I think she pushes her dad out of the way. Half a point. Okay. For you. I'm really sure. I think you'd stay alive, but like you'd kill yourself basically. Yeah. (laughs) You already got a lot of guilt wrapped up in that situation. Yeah. I'm just hoping that like that like the cult mentality will just fully, you know, I'll become fully brainwashed. And I'll be like, I <laughs> honestly, did my dad a That's that would be nice, honestly. You're welcome, Dad. That's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go masturbate now. Yeah, come on, Lester. Let's <laughs> <So> go. <laughs> Let's have a baby. We'll name him Giles. <laughs> Remember Giles? No. All right. God. So. Sarah just looks at him and says, you really think mom didn't know? You think I wouldn't tell her? I told her everything. She knows exactly what a pathetic coward you are. And she died hating your disgusting guts. Mm -hmm. And dad slaps her. And she's like, get the fuck out. Mm. And he says, if I leave, I'm never. And she says, next time I want to see you is at your funeral. Ay, 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 ouch. Okay. And he leaves. Nice job. And Brian tells her that she did great. And she cries and falls into Brian's arms. Oh, God. 
She's so tired. <clears throat> and I'm so tired. I know. God. Cults are exhausting. They really are exhausting. Gosh. I'm starting to understand like how they work. Like they just make everyone so, so tired. Such high expectations. Like, let me just fucking sit in my apartment and masturbate. Yeah, God. So now she has to go back to Lester's apartment. Lester again goes into the bedroom and is like, we were interrupted last time. And Sarah kind of just stops at like the bedroom door and he like waves her in like, come on, come on. And she walks in and he's actually showing her the closet is like a big kind of walk-in closet. And he like made space for her and put her sewing machine in there and like a little like room oh. for her kind of with like her stuff. Well, that's nice. Thanks, and she Lester. was like, ah. Oh. Thank you. Maybe we can make this work. And he sits on the bed and he's just like, you know, it's strange for me too. Like the first five years, I only thought about escaping or killing myself. And he's like, but Jesse saved me. She helped me finally accept that this is my life. This is our life and nothing can change that. But, and he's kind of just like staring into the distance. He's just like, but it can be a good life. Oh, God. And she just kind of sits next to him on the bed. And they have like a, you know, a little sadness hand-holding yeah, hand moment. Mm -hmm. Like she just kind of places hers on his and he puts yeah. his on top. Yeah. Now we go back outside the apartment complex to the sign and a vacancy sign is put up. Right. They're having an open house. But like, how are they? Oh, because they pair people up. Okay. I'm with you. So Sarah is coming in now for her monitor shift to that room um, with Brian. But she's like, opens the door and she's like bright and peppy as fuck. Like, she's like, hey guys, how are you? You know, like, and she's like, mm -hmm. go on and get it. Like, she's taking over for wifey because she's like take over you know like she's yeah. early she's like oh your kid misses you like da 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 um and now they're watching the open house and sarah's asking like how like why do they like let all these people in and brian tells her that jerry is a system you know like we saw hundreds of people before they found you and he's like i wish we could help them all but someday oh god so Sarah's watching, and out front we see Lisa enter the building. Lisa! Hi, Lisa! She goes in to the open house and fills out an application. Shit. Cut to later, Jerry gives her the keys. Lisa's moving in. Oh, no. And Brian's helping her move. Um, her and Brian are hanging out in the courtyard and she's talking about, um, she's like, yeah, you know, I just started like checking the listings after like Sarah's freak out. I figured she just ran home to daddy and Brian's like, yeah, she didn't seem too happy here. And Lisa's like, yeah, she was fucking crazy. Uh, oh God. There's so many things happening in my brain. And Sarah's just like watching this over the monitor. And Jerry's with her and he's like, are you looking forward to having your friend back? And she's just staring like, mm-hmm. Shit. 
And Sarah, at this point now, we're like kind of watching camera, cameras like Lisa's now like in bed, tossing and turning and things like that. And Sarah asks, why Lisa? And Jerry's like, well, her personality profile matches Edie's. And we thought that your connection would help with her process. We're going to save her from an empty, selfish life. <sighs> First, we put her in a receptive state. Cut with to Lester, like on the computer with like sounds of pipes and shit like that, that they're like putting into her room. So basically it's like sleep deprivation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we need to learn everything about her and separate her cleanly from her old life. Mm -hmm. And we see people like on computers and like canceling different things and like telling people on Facebook to stop fucking talking to her and shit like that. We need to prepare her to unlearn her damaging conditioning. Oh man. Okay. I got a whole system, whole little system. <laughs> How impressive. And Sarah tells him that she'll fight. She's not like me. She's strong. Oh, poor Sarah, sweetie. And Jared's like, don't worry, we can handle her. <laughs> <laughs> so now Sarah's outside the jail door. We're at that point of things. And we're just hearing what's going on inside. And like Jerry and Brian are yelling at Lisa to like put her hands on the wall. She's fighting back. They tase her. And then she bites Brian's ear. Yeah. So like the boys come out and Brian's all pissed that he bit her ear. And Jerry tells Sarah, like, you're right. She's extremely resistant. It's going to be hard on her. She needs a friend. Oh, fuck. Just like they sent Edie in. So now oh, Sarah goes in. Damn it. <laughs> Lisa's on the floor in green scrubs. And Lisa's just like, not you too. And Sarah tells her, I know you're scared. I was too, but you know, you're going to be okay. We're going to help you. And Lisa's like, you can't keep me here. And Sarah says, sure we can. Did you come looking for me when I disappeared? We all want to help you. Oh, God. I'm hopeless. I think that I, at this point, am just 100% in. I'm just in. I mean, that's kind of where Sarah is. Yeah, I'm just um, in. And Lisa's like, you let them brainwash you. And Sarah says, I didn't let them. I, I'm not brainwashed. <laughs> you're brainwashed. You're a 38-year-old office assistant. Do you really think you're going to be a movie star? Okay, bitch. You know what? <laughs> You can fuck right the fuck off. Honestly, I'm a fucking burn this place down, you dumb cunt. Fuck you. And that was the line that's worse than animal horror. I can't imagine why. I don't know why you would thought that would trigger me at all. I don't feel triggered at all. <laughs> you were waiting for that line, were you not? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, uh, this is too real. It's uh, all too real. The whole movie that hurt my heart so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking okay. Sign me up. Okay, what? cool. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. You convinced me. Fully in. Sarah says they saved me, and they can save you too. And Lisa's like, I'd rather die than end up like you. Oh, 
You're Sarah just not tired enough, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Sarah says that. She's like, sooner or later, everyone stops fighting. You can only take so much pain. Just True. accept it and you'll be happy. And Lisa's like, you don't look happy. And Sarah's like, I am. <sighs> and Lisa's like, you don't look happy. You look terrified. And Sarah says, they helped me. I finally have a family that cares about me. And Lisa's like, you don't have a family. You just found a new family to run your life for you. And Sarah's kind of like, kind of like gets Sarah. She's like, shut up. Yeah. And like, shut up, shut up. And then Lisa keeps going. She's like, like you pathetic, weak, spoiled little princess. And Sarah's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Question number six, you're Lisa. What do you do? What does she do? I'm going to keep antagonizing her. I think we're both going to keep antagonizing her hand in hand. I'll give a point for you. Okay. Um, I think that that's as far as you go, that you'll probably be okay. Lisa kicks her and runs to the door. Mm. But Jerry opens the door and just slams her with the fucking metal door. Yeah. And then on the ground, zip ties her hands behind her back. And Sarah's just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And like gets up to leave. Jerry stops her. And tells Sarah, you need to finish what you started. So she roll, he rolls Lisa on her back. So she's zip tied behind her back and kneels on top of her. And Jerry tells Sarah to hold her head. Okay. And so she does like he, but he's like, at first she's like, what? And he's like, hold it. And so she does. And he pulls out an ice pick and a hammer. What? And basically he tried, he's like having Sarah hold her head and holds the ice pick to her ear, like in her ear, basically, and tries to like hammer, but like Lisa ends up fighting and moves her head. And so Jerry's fucking pissed. So he slams Lisa's head down, hands the ice pick to Sarah. And he's like, now. And so Sarah puts the ice pick in Lisa's ear and Lisa's like crying. She's like, you don't have to do this. And Sarah's like, shut up. And Um, Jerry's like, Sarah, do as I tell you. And so Sarah holds the ice pick in her ear and Lisa's like, Sarah, it's your fucking life. And Jerry raises the hammer. Question seven. What do you do? What does she do? Uh, I think I know, but I want to get the positioning right. So Lisa's on the ground, obviously Mm -hmm. Jerry has, Jerry has the ice pick. Jerry has the hammer. Jerry has the hammer. Uh, you have the ice pick. I have the ice pick. Uh, who's kneeling on Lisa? Jerry. Okay. I and like Sarah's this. like next kneeling next to her head. Okay. I am going to take the ice pick and stab Jerry hand in hand yay finally a double fucking ding lisa says it's your fucking life and jerry raises the hammer and sarah stabs jerry in the neck in the neck that's a good one jerry falls over and lisa tells her that she like can't move so she like grabs something out of the fucking doctor bag and cuts the zip ties. And then an alarm starts going off. Sure, 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 sure. So Sarah picks up the hammer and 
she walks out of the room. Lisa walks out behind her and Lisa's like, you are right. This building does suck. Bam. Jerry shoots Lisa in the back of the head. She falls down dead. No, Lisa. Sarah turns like covered in blood spatter. And Jerry points the gun at her and is like, you can't leave. Question five. What do you do? What does she do? Uh, how far away am I from Jer? Um, like a couple feet, five feet. Okay. I am going to, I am going to throw the hammer at Jerry as I, uh, and then he's going to drop the the gun because I say so and I'm going to grab the gun and the hammer and I'm going to smash the smoke detector where the camera is and then I'm going to shoot Jerry what does she do she's got a hammer he's got a knife I mean a gun he just shot Lisa fuck it let's do that hand in hand a point and a half okay she does throw the hammer at him Mm -hmm. but then she charges at him and so the gun kind of shoots like in the air okay and he falls on the ground and she's on top and she takes the ice pick out of his neck and then stabs forever and she stabs and she's like fuck you 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 Question number nine. Jerry's dead. Mm -hmm. What do you do and what does she do? I have to bash out that camera. Like I have to bash out the cameras. There are people watching. So that is going to be what I am going to do. Um, I think she has to do that as well. Like there's no, the whole observation thing. Uh, I think she does that as well. And then... She definitely picks up the gun. Okay. I think I'm going to bash. We're going to do this hand in hand. So bash out the camera in my apartment. I have Jerry's gun. Then I'm basically just going to go to like each apartment and like shoot people and bash out the camera until I've killed everybody. Interesting. Bitch. I don't need your judgment. (laughs) Kim just gave me an interesting (laughs) you're fucking interesting bitch (laughs) I mean it's a really big apartment complex I think we've already discussed that yeah I'm really mad okay fine I'll do that that's what I'm doing I'm doing what you were doing I said hand in hand so now I'm saying she runs out of the fucking apartment complex and runs down the street. I'm going to give you zero points. You bitch. She, at this point, I mean, like, everyone already knows what's happening. So I think the cameras don't matter. Okay. And, like, to me, I was bashing on the cameras like I can hide. Like, I'm not, like, just easily observable. But, but like they know exactly where you are. Fair. In a one way walkway situation. Okay. Fair. Uh 
um, <clears throat> she kneeling on top of him stabs forever gets the fucking boop boop buzzer out of his front pocket what does that boop boop buzzer do let people in and out because you can't get fucking out of the building without that that's right i genuinely forgot about that okay but you told me yeah and she takes the gun and as she takes the gun out of his hand she notices that jerry has the little nail scars in the middle of his hand the fucking Mm-hmm. Jesus crucifixion stigmata stigmata, stigmata. Mm-hmm. yeah and then looks he also has the brand behind his ear okay so she's just clocks that she gets up runs to the stairwell so now she's on like the first floor and people are all like coming through all of the hallways towards her so she's basically like in the middle of the courtyard at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. and they're coming from like all angles so she just like holds out her gun and she's like, stay back. Like, stay out of my way. And um, like, just pointing. She's like, stay the fuck back. And in that moment, Jerry Wifey comes running at her with a fucking knife in her hand. Oh, shit. Question 10. What do you do? What does she do? I'm going to shoot her. We're going to shoot her together. Shoot her right in the fucking face. Point for you. What the fuck does this bitch do? He shoots the gun, but not at her. Where does she shoot it? Just like in the air or something, basically. Kind of like by her, like towards her direction, but okay. not at her. Okay. Um, but almost to the point of like shooting it, like almost surprises herself a little bit. That oh. She like does it, you know? Okay. Um, and she just tells her, throw it away now. So wifey drops the knife. And wifey's like, how could you do this? How could you kill him? And Sarah's like, he deserved it for what he did to all of us. Like, we can leave now. We're free. And everyone is standing around, like, stares at her. And they're just kind of, like, mumbly and, like, slowly kind of moving in a little bit. Like, Mm zombie-like almost. And Sarah's like, get back. Like, I just want to go. And now Brian comes out. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. And Sarah, he's like, Sarah, we can't let you leave. You know that. And Lester's like standing behind him. And Sarah's like, but he's dead. And Brian tells her, Jerry didn't start this. And she's like, but who did? She's like, I mean, I saw like the the marks on his hands and ear. Like who did that to him? And Brian's like, Charles Ellerby. And Sarah's like, but he's been dead for 30 years. And Brian says, he gave us the four foundations so we could be self-sustaining after he died. It doesn't matter who our leader is. The community is all of us. Okay. And so she like, she's like, talks to Lester behind him. She's like, Les, like, please look what they did to you. Like, you can leave. And Brian says, Sarah, it's not too late. You're still one of us. And Sarah's like, no, get out of my way or I'll, and he's like, what? Like what? You're, you can't even say it. Yeah. Question 11. What does she do? What do you do? Oh, I'm shooting all these motherfuckers. Like I have zero problem with this. I will have zero remorse at all whatsoever. Uh, I'm literally shooting them until my bullets run out. All of them. and leaving with my little clicker. Uh, what does she do? 
What did Brian just say to me? The last thing Brian said. She says, get out of my way or I'll. And he says, what? You can't even say it. She says, shoot you. <laughs> uh, she shoots him. She shoots him. You think she shoots him? Yes. She fallopian ups and shoots him. And then everyone screams and starts to like murmur. And then she runs and the crowd chases her. So we get to the front door and she like buzzes it open and like starts to open the door. But the kind of crowd like grabs her and they're like pulling her in. And so she kind of has like one arm out the door a little bit and like drops the buzzer like outside. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Uh, but they're like holding her and like Lester ends up like getting the gun out of her other hand and points it at her. So at this point, there's like one guy holding her like right at the front door with like his hand around her neck, okay. like holding her in okay. and Lester's pointing the gun at her face. And she's like, just do it. Like, please just shoot me. Mm-hmm. Question 12. You're Lester. What do you do? What does he do? He shoots the guy with the hand around her throat. And so do I. And then we run into the sunset together, into the smoky orange sunset together. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Lester shoots, and then we see the guy fall to the ground. And Sarah just like looks at Lester like in shock. And Lester tells her, go go and he like pushes her out the door pretty much Mm -hmm. and she falls on the ground outside now and he kind of blocks the crowd so he um, and they can't get out without the buzzer yeah so he like um holds the door and he's like trying to pull it shut like to keep them all in and like because at this point the door is still open Mm -hmm. so like he's just trying to pull it shut and Mm -hmm. sarah goes to help him and he just shakes his head no and then He's like slowly like pulling the gun up like towards his face Mm -hmm. and he like pulls the door all the way closed and then the gun goes off. In his face? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question 13. What do you do? What does she do? I'm going to the police department. Um, She. How are you getting there? calling uber yeah i don't have my phone no i'm just gonna like fucking run forever the buzzer's on the outside of the door still no mm-hmm. yeah so they can't fucking get out it takes it takes as long as it fucking takes i fucking march to the police station with the women's march i can get there uh she that's what i'm gonna do does she light the building on fire (laughs) it's a girl (laughs) oh no (laughs) wait for you (laughs) she basically does the same she just runs she just starts running down the street but then at a certain point she stops and like sees that no one is following her Mm -hmm. so she just fucking like (laughs) 
takes a deep breath, like fucking relief, like stares that, that, that like stare at the sky relief where you're just yes. like, ah, yes. And then she looks at the apartment complex that she's standing in front of. It's like just a block of like full of apartments. You know what I mean? And the sign that's hanging out front, it says CDE properties. And it has the symbol of the fucking brand next oh, to it. Fuck. So she looks at the building and there's like the gate there and there's a camera above it out front Shit. looking at her. Uh-huh. And there's a quick flashback, like voiceover of her being like, who's watching us? And Brian being like, that's none of our business. And then a red light starts flashing and alarm starts sounding at this building. Fuck. So she like goes out into the street and then another alarm across the street starts going off. Fuck. And then another and another and all down the block, there's just like blinking red lights. So she stands in the middle of the streets, just like staring and then like crazy laughs, kind of oh, like that. What the fuck, fuck laugh? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she takes a deep breath, clenches her fist and fucking runs. Yes, queen. Cut to black. Oh, God. The true story of West Side Rentals. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Oh my God. It's so ridiculous how real that, like, honestly, like, there's not a ton of that that felt unrealistic. <laughs> no. It felt kind of like almost especially the end with like this one apartment company management company like owns all these buildings <laughs> yeah yeah i mean clearly written by somebody who lives yeah. in LA. yeah and it's like real estate in los angeles apartment hunting i mean sometimes you gotta break a cold. nightmare yeah wow i don't think i did great let's find out okay kim you're in a punk rock band called duh and you're on tour only problem is your roadie turns into a man-eating monster after midnight. What do you do? Ah, fuck. He might be killing all of our listeners. Okay, I got to get rid of him. I mean, honestly, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking strangle him with the cords, and I'm going to stab him with my drumsticks. That sounds good to me. That's a ding for you. So Uncle Peckerhead is from our friends over at Dread, and it is a blood-soaked mindfuck of a road movie through a post-Trumpian hellscape. Ooh. Sounds right up our alley. Where can we watch it, Bernsey? Uncle Peckerhead is available now on Blu-ray and on demand. Go watch it, you guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. So for Dead Are Lives... Dead out of alives. <laughs> five or eight. Five out of eight. F five or eight. Okay. Five out of eight. Got it. Okay. For questions out of 26, you got 15.5. Yeah. Not great. For I couldn't total, really figure her out. Yeah. Total of 20 and a half out of 34. Eh, I'm alive. Yeah. But on life support. But, but yeah, I couldn't really figure her out. Like I was just like, the movie has to be that eventually she's a badass, but like I couldn't 
figure out when she was going to be a badass. Yeah, it didn't happen for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, that sounds really good. I loved it. It was actually, it was really good. Yeah. And it's just, I'm ex- I'm genuinely excited for like our non LA listeners to hear this <laughs> and just like be terrified of LA. I think that's why it was like so funny too. Cause there were just so many things where I was just like, so like, sorry. Skip Porter was FaceTiming us. <laughs> oh, hi Skip. Yeah. I just declined. Okay. Keep going. Uh, yeah, there was just so many things that I was like, could relate to so much so much and just like i mean there could be a fucking building somewhere where like somebody is being tortured to be initiated into a cult like right now like i wouldn't put it past this place and we wouldn't know yeah that being Um, said i fucking love la me too fires and all uh but yeah that was the ending I love, like that was creepy as fuck. Yeah. And it was like, cause you're finally free and then you're, yeah. they're everywhere. Fuck. Oh my God. That was great. So Bernsey. So good. I loved it. Uh, I think it's on you. Netflix right now. Um, it just came out on Netflix. So awesome. Check it out. Highly recommend. Cool. All um, the, all the skulls, all the skulls. Yeah. Uh, all the ice picks. No, I couldn't think of anything. Um, well, this has been great. This has been Kim and Kat stay alive. So if you guys want to follow us on things at KP Sam podcast, um, again, um, shout out to our patron matrons. matrons. (laughs) Um, if you'd like to support the show, please go to our Patreon. Um, it really means the world to us and like truly helps us a lot. Um, you can also write us a five-star review on iTunes Mm -hmm. and share us with a friend. And join our Facebook group. We're having lots of fun discussions over there and making friends. And it's really just a place for you guys to like meet each other and talk to each other and, and, you know, be the Sam fam, be the Sam fam. I love it. Join our cult. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Now this has been Kim and Kat stay alive. Maybe. (laughs) So until next week, stay alive. Goodbye. Put a ghost in me. I'm I'm done. done.